Any person of good morals and upstanding character has the burden of discerning the right action to take in the course of navigating all the muddy waters of life. And by that, I mean the situations in life that are just not clear cut or straightforward. And we have plenty of those in America right now, of course. But some would think that the more righteous one becomes, or if you will, the more Christian, then the less likely you are to act in an offensive way to take down your enemies. Now, this, I would suggest, is among the greatest of all deceptions. And the amoral, the immoral left plays on it very heavily. They take advantage of that weakness of our mind that we somehow have to be impotent, powerless, weak, and feeble if we are Christian or if we are morally upright. And that's why they call us the silent majority. Good people, we are in a time when America is crashing so rapidly that I honestly don't know if we can stop it, if we can save America. But what all relatively good people, and I mean by that people of high character who actually live by an ethical code, what we need to understand is that the power of forgiveness does not negate the conquest of evil. You're listening to Unity Without Compromise. I'm Dr. Steve Latulip, and I thank you so much for being with me today. I've got a very important message for you because I have every intention of doing all that I can, nothing held back, all that I can to save America. And I am hoping and praying that you will join me in this fight to restore a Christian America to the world so that we can again be a beacon of light to the world. Today, I really want to clarify a crucial point for all morally upright people, and that is forgiveness and fighting to destroy evil are not at all mutually exclusive goals. In fact, they must occur side by side. So we need to clarify the points here, and they are always biblical points. I seek to only give you the truth, and the truth comes from that great and only true standard, which is the Word of God in the Bible. If you seek to do good, that is to do the right thing, then you must participate in the takedown of those who would do your neighbor harm. This is not optional. It's not uh, an arbitrary thing that we might one day decide to do. If you are a righteous person by your own self-declaration, then you must come forward and not bow down to the evil enemies who now oppress us. Now, that takes an awful lot of courage. And it requires some risk. It requires an, an inner strength so that you might even be willing to give of yourself in some sacrificial way. 
but you also must be equipped to deal with a very powerful enemy. Now, Jesus, when he walked the earth and when he was teaching his apostles, he one time sent him out into the world, he says, without money bag, knapsack, and sandals. And they lacked nothing. This can be found in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 22, verse 35. But before, just before Jesus went to Gethsemane and was betrayed by Judas, he told his disciples something very different. And we tend to overlook this. Jesus said to the disciples, you know how you went before without the money bag, the knapsack, the sandals, and of course you lacked nothing. He's saying, I'm about to depart this world and I want you to be ready. And I quote in the next verse, Luke twenty-two thirty-six. but now he who has a money bag, let him take it. And likewise, a knapsack. And he who has no sword, let him sell his garment and buy one. Did you catch that? Jesus told his disciples, if you have a money bag, you better take it with you. And if you got a knapsack, bring it, prepare yourself. And if you don't have a sword, then sell your garment and make sure you buy one. Now, selling one's garment in that day was a pretty big thing because people didn't have a whole great big wardrobe uh, with hangers filling uh, a great big open walk-in closet of clothing. They might have had only one garment or two. So when Jesus is saying, if you don't have a sword, sell your garment if you have to, to get one. He was saying that the stakes are high. You had better have a sword. And this is not figurative language. This is literal language. So why in the world did Jesus say to make sure you have a sword? Some of you, this would, will automatically confuse you because, hey, isn't Jesus the Prince of Peace? Isn't he the merciful one? or the one who told us to love our enemies and to do good to those who hate you? And that if we do not forgive, we would not be forgiven, right? I mean, God did say these things. Jesus told us to do these things. So why is Jesus telling us to take a sword? Is there something we are missing? Well, let's figure it out, because in the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 26, verses 52, we are told that those who live by the sword die by the sword. And a lot of Christians take that to mean, oh, we cannot take up the sword. Now, that's absolutely backwards. That is wrong thinking. This is one of those great misunderstood verses of Scripture that has twisted our thinking because we are not soundly interpreting it. So I want to make the interpretation clear to you. 
when Jesus said, those who live by the sword shall die by the sword, that means that the criminals who are attacking innocent people, who are devouring people by the sword, should die by the sword. Now, if Christians and if the morally upright people have no sword, how are we to effect what Jesus intended for those who live by the sword? And that is to stop them, to annihilate them, to pierce them through with the sword so that they no longer can inflict their tyranny against our fellow man. See, because when we ensure that those who live by the sword die by the sword, what are we really doing? We are loving our neighbor as ourself. We are keeping peace. Yes, Jesus is the Prince of Peace, but Jesus knew that we live and would live for all time in a very evil world, and therefore, Jesus told his disciples, now, I want you to take up the sword if you don't have one. And that's an important point for us to realize. If we do not have a sword, if we are not willing to go on the offensive as Christians, as morally upright patriots who have a respect for the law, then we are outside of God's will. What I'm saying, in effect, is that Christian pacifism is an absolute abomination. You know, it might sound holy. Oh, I could never take up the sword against a fellow man, even if he's a criminal. Even if he wants to steal my child and take that child and put them into a sex trafficking ring so that they can be sexually abused, physically abused, beaten, starved, mistreated in every way, even then I could not raise a sword against them. And Jesus had some very harsh words for such people who would say such foolish things as that. He said, whoever does not provide for his own and especially for those of his own household, has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. Worse. How can you be worse than an unbeliever? That's the worst state you could possibly be in. That is hyperbole. It is exaggeration for the sake of emphasis. We need to realize that God has told us to take up the sword. It was a physical implement a weapon a physical weapon and we are commanded to take it up in the world because god is the prince of peace he is the god of law and order not the author of confusion we are told god in effect was saying we have a right to self-defense but we also have an obligation to defend our families and our neighbors and all who are being viciously persecuted, prosecuted for doing something not evil. We are to defend those who cannot defend themselves, whoever they are and wherever they are. 
there are no borders when it comes to loving your neighbor as yourself. And it's okay to love yourself, but don't forget your neighbor when they are hurting, when they are suffering, and especially for the sake of righteousness, defend them. That's what God said to do. And many of us are really striving to do that very thing. But when it comes to the power of forgiveness and being told that we must forgive, we have to realize it does not mean that we don't take up the sword against evil. We are told to expose evil, to not participate in it, and to do everything within our power to protect those who are the victims of such evil. Now, recently, I participated in the White Coat Summit. This was last Thursday, and we were in conferences um, giving talks and exposing the truth in no uncertain terms. And we all gathered at the U.S. Supreme Court building in Washington, D.C. We had five senators there with us, and they all spoke and supported us. And thank God for those U.S. senators because they are willing to take up the sword, at least figuratively at this point. Now, it was no accident that the day prior to this, the Washington Post, the evil sinister propagandist platform of all platforms had a scathing article that they titled doctors who put lives at risk with COVID misinformation rarely punished. Wow. In the article, they state at least 20 doctors nationally were penalized for complaints related to COVID misinformation between January 2020 and June 2023. According to board documents, they mean state medical board documents, which, quote, the post obtained by filing requests with state medical boards and reviewing public records. They go on to mention in that article that five of those doctors lost their medical license. One had his revoked. That was me while four surrendered theirs. Now, the surrendering of those four licenses were through coercion. They were just afraid to stand up for what was right. To this day, I am the only medical doctor in the United States of America who had my license revoked in retaliation because I filed a federal lawsuit against the Oregon Medical Board. And of course, state medical boards do their dirty work in kangaroo courts in administrative courts, and I was threatening to take them into a real court of law. And I am still doing that. I have an appeal pending in the Oregon Supreme Court at this time. I really almost hope that they will turn down my case and not hear it so that I can appeal to the United States Supreme Court. But even then, I mean, is it a crapshoot or what? Are they seeking justice and truth or Will this be another display of wokeism in the Department of Justice? 
or should I say Department of Injustice, right? The Washington Post article also stated that discipline is typically connected to patient care, not just what doctors say. Now, if you were to know nothing about the medical doctors who have come forth and spoken the truth, you would be very likely to read this article and say, oh man, burn these doctors at the stake for what they did. But what the American public does not know is that this article is riddled with lies. You have to consider the source. If Washington Post says something is so, you can be sure it is not so. It is nothing but propaganda literature, and it is destructive. But how many people actually read this Washington Post exclusive article? Probably a whole lot of people. And these are the people that are going to believe them and that are going to continue to take the COVID shots that are killing the millions of people that are maiming, wounding their own children because parents are so stupid that they cannot investigate and think for themselves. Now, this is a travesty against humanity. These are crimes against humanity that the Washington Post is fully pushing. And they must be stopped. This war, this attack on the American people and all of the good citizens of the world must be defended. But there were three authors of this article, Lena H. Sun, Lauren Weber, and Hayden Godfrey. Now, one of them did call me for an interview about a week before this article came out, and I had already done two Washington Post articles, and they said, oh, could you could we please have an interview with you? And we, we just want you to have an opportunity to tell your side of the story. Oh, I said, sure, right. I, I've spoken to you twice before. I tried to reach your heart twice in the past and asked you to just please be fair and honest. And they were not. And so I said, I will gladly give you a third interview as soon as you can convince me that you understand the definition of the word integrity, thank you very much. Have a good day. And I hung up. But let's ask the question, should I forgive Lena H. Sun, Lauren Weber, and Hayden Godfrey? Yes, I should. Because that was a personal attack against me. I fully well knew what they were going to do, they were going to use my own words against me if there was any way possible. But Lena, Lauren, and Hayden, I do forgive you before God because God said, vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. And that applies to an individual. We are not to seek our own personal vengeance. And that's very clear, a biblical principle. But, you know, in their article, there were two nice big photographs, one of me and one of Dr. Ryan Cole, the Boise pathologist who has been shredded and trampled like me, although he still has his license, but he had to sell his pathology lab, the largest in the country, from what I understand. He was completely railroaded 
He was destroyed by state medical boards. Should I defend Ryan Cole? And what about all the other many doctors who are now to this very day facing severe persecution on almost a daily basis because they choose to practice medicine according to sound principles of medicine, according to their oath that they took as a physician. To this day, the great majority of medical doctors are in the Nazi ring of medicine, of established medicine, whose goal is to destroy people. And that is exactly what they are doing. And some of it is happening because these doctors live in fear. They are afraid to lose their income. They're afraid to have their name dragged through the mud as mine was. They are afraid to not be able to practice their profession any longer and to provide for their family. And I faced all of this. It's a heavy price we must pay. But should I take up the sword for Dr. Ryan Cole, for my other colleagues who are being persecuted each day? And should I continue to fight for the truth? And if so, how should I fight? You know, according to the Oregon Medical Board, I cannot speak about the people who testified against me in the kangaroo court hearing that is the administrative court. And yet the post somehow was privy to information from that hearing. Hmm. How did they get that information? I have no idea. I mean, all of these people who testified against me in the kangaroo court weren't my patients except for one. And the Washington Post quoted her, mentioned her, even took a picture of her, a Margaret Murphy, who had defrauded me for over a year, not telling me that she had changed her insurance. And so she had not paid her bills. And I was treating her for chronic pain and for other things that, um, you know, that, that were quite severe. I, I took care of this patient. I actually loved her as one of my patients. I treated her like one of my family. She received nothing but excellent care from me in every way. But she defrauded me for over a year. And when she came in, one day, she was confronted by my front office person say, what have you done? How could you do this? And her blood pressure went up a little bit that day. I remember. Read the story about Margaret Murphy, and maybe you'll understand that everything that the Washington Post said about her was a lie. First, we have to fight evil and deception, or what they call misinformation that comes from us. Because when we tell the truth, they label it misinformation or disinformation or malinformation now. They're, they're giving it all these new names, but all of it is truth. But let's face the facts here. Many people really are not interested in truth. And that's just a sad fact. And that's why so many now are dying from the toxic messenger RNA shots because they would not listen to reason. They would not hear the speakers of truth, no matter what price we paid to try and tell the world that they are being duped. They are being deceived. 
that the government is trying to take down its own people, you would not listen, many of you. And that's why so many of you are being destroyed right now or have been destroyed. Everybody knows someone who has been harmed by the shots, by the lockdowns, by masking. Look at what masking did to our children. And all of the new evidence on masking says the same thing that we already knew before the COVID began, before the fraud, Anthony Fauci suddenly said, oh, yeah, you got to wear one, two, three masks. The more masks, the better, right? No, Fauci knew the real science, but he did not want you to know the best science. He lied to you. He is a fraud. He is a criminal. And unfortunately, those people who refuse to hear the truth are going to pay a dire price. But so are we. We see the death toll is rising right now significantly, somewhat exponentially, just lately, because having ears, they would not listen to the truth. And willful ignorance is very, very costly. Yes, I do forgive the authors of the scathing article riddled with lies, riddled with deception. I forgive them. But only for my sake, I forgive them, not theirs. They don't want forgiveness, and they will continue to do their evil. And because of that, at the same time that I forgive them, I will take up a sword against them any way that I can. I will take up a sword for my country so that we can protect the innocent, we the people, of our country, because I have that obligation before God. I have that obligation as a military man who took an oath as an officer to defend my constitution. And I never forfeited my commission as a United States Air Force officer. Yes, I'm willing to forgive. And yes, I am ready and willing to fight for this nation. And that is exactly why we must fight them, because they will not relent. They will not relinquish. In pursuing their evils, they will simply continue to harm us and to destroy us and to establish a global totalitarian government so that we have no say, so that we have no possessions, so that we are fully enslaved captivated to serve the few elites that want to destroy us. And sure, this is spiritual warfare. No doubt about it. This is a battle between good and evil, but we must always remember that the spiritual battle is always fought in the flesh, in the world. And let's acknowledge what's really happening right now. They are killing us off. By way of the shots, the destroyed economy, they are poisoning our food supply. They are stealing our money every way that they can. A lot of it, billions and billions of dollars is going to Ukraine, giving them weapons to perpetuate a war that is, that is a money laundering operation, much of it coming back to our own corrupt uniparty politicians, but also going to the World Economic Forum, to the CCP, to all of the enemies of the people and enemies against God.
God's foes are prospering and they are killing us off. They are taxing us to death. Inflation has skyrocketed. And let me tell you, as I said at the beginning of this year, there is a whole lot more coming beyond what we could ever imagine. It is hard even for me to believe what I do conceive to happen before the 2024 election. We have yet to begin fighting this enemy, or at least most of us. And it is time for a change. When I attended the White Coat Summit, it was titled The Reckoning. And the day after the Washington Post article uh, was written, and this was not a coincidence, remember, they are spying on us. They are eavesdropping on our private conversations. They are probably listening to my cell phone right now, hearing every word I have, even though I'm publicizing it. We know that they are out to take us down. But you know what? They also know that if we join hands and take up a sword, these people would be, would be crushed to powder in no time at all. And that's what we need to do. We need to develop a resolve to take back our country. And so the white coat doctors, the frontline doctors of America, we showed our presence at the U.S. Supreme Court building. Now, they wouldn't let us go up on the steps simply because we were wearing a white coat. They said American frontline doctor. Isn't that amazing? That is our property. That belongs to we the people. But there were security guards who said, you cannot step on those steps. So we had to be just in front of the steps that went up to the U.S. Supreme Court building. But we made our, our appearance there. And sure, we'll be accused of spreading misinformation once again, only it's actually the truth. And what I am hoping and praying for, and what I believe in my heart is that the world will eventually figure it out, that we are being taken down. The coup in progress is proceeding, and it's proceeding much in favor of the enemy. But people are starting to wake up and starting to figure it out. And still, for many, it's going to be too late. They have already been victimized. They will already be crushed. These crimes against humanity have been committed already and have afflicted millions. Millions have been harmed and killed by an intentional failed public health response. And that is what was posted on the American Frontline Doctors website. Now, I call that a, you know, a failed public health response. That's a euphemism. It's a bunch of nonsense, really. It is still a genocide that is still in progress, just like the coup is still in progress in America. If you want to check that out, by the way, go to whitecoatsummit.com and see what they have to say. See what our message is to the world, because you're going to hear the truth. And it's just the opposite of what the Washington Post wants you to believe. If you're wise you'll listen very closely. I'll return after a very short break.
the pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-term effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. Fortunately, Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at the Wellness Company designed their spike support formula with the miracle enzyme natokinase, scientifically studied to dissolve spike protein so you can feel your very best. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. For 25 years, Global Healing has proudly produced the highest quality supplements and cleansing programs that are rooted in nature and backed by science. Get 15% off all of our products using code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. While the cancel culture destroys our history, bringing crime and terror to city streets, AmericaOutloud.news will enhance its own message of love and honor for the American traditions and constitutional values that have always been the backbone of what America means, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. I am back. You are listening to Unity Without Compromise. I'm Dr. Steve LaTulip, and I'm so happy to be with you. I hope that you will please check out AmericaOutloud.news for some great informative articles and podcasts. For the uncensored truth, unlike mainstream media, we will give you straight talk and we are speaking to the American citizens who hope to revive our nation. It's all about taking back our free republic and Believe me, that is going to require a patriot force, an army of willing soldiers of righteousness who refuse to stand down. And we want you to be a part of that army, and we want to recruit a lot of people. My show airs at 5 p.m. Eastern time on the weekends, both Saturday and Sunday, and I am writing on the average, at least two articles a week. And I am also assisting with the voice of a nation. And we are getting a very powerful message out. We are bringing you the pertinent news with the right angle. And that is the angle of truth. And we ask that you please spread it because 
We've got a lot of work to do, and we have very little time to do it. Well, today I am discussing a very essential principle, and you have to get it. The power of forgiveness does not negate the conquest of evil. That is just the way it is. And if you believe that you are on the right side, which is God's side, and if you are not somehow being persecuted, then I'd have to be honest and say you're probably pretty wishy-washy. You're not actively fighting this war. You are compromising your own integrity because you are not taking a stand. Jesus told his apostles as he was about to depart the world after being betrayed and going to the cross, he said, if you don't have a sword, sell your garment if you have to. Your one piece of clothing that will protect you from the elements, sell it if you must, but get a sword. Now, that is a statement that comes from the Savior of the world. And we should not ignore the principle that Jesus was teaching his apostles. Because if you are not fighting this enemy, then you are siding with the enemy. You are compromising your own integrity. And if you forfeit your own soul, there's nothing left. It doesn't matter what you own. It doesn't matter how great a reputation you have, how much money you have, how much power you have in your little part of the world. It won't matter a bit in the end. And we need to admit that, recognize it, confess our weakness, our silence, and our inaction, and say, okay, I will take up the sword. Because you might believe you're on the right side, but you're deceived if you are not acting to stop the evil. And that applies to everyone. Now, I realize I'm speaking very boldly right now, but I have no apology for boldly speaking the truth. It must be told. This is where we are at in history, and we have a work to do. And when I am asking you to take up your sword, realize that, that this includes all of us, every Christian, all of you, all of you freedom doctors even, who are all too quick sometimes to even shoot down your own fellow colleagues for whatever excuse you can conjure up, put it aside. If you have somehow been offended, forgive them on a personal basis because they too are being persecuted. But when your fellow man, when your brothers and sisters in Christ, when your fellow patriots, Americans who are doing all they can to try and fight the evil, you have an obligation to defend them, to stand up for them, to check their six, to back their place. And that's what Jesus says. But we must stop attacking our own. That is the work of the accuser of the brethren that is mentioned in Revelation 12.10. It is a reference to Satan, quote, who accused them before our God day and night, end quote. But the accuser is going to be cast down. Yes, he has great wrath. He has great power. 
but his time is very short. And likewise, if America is going to survive this coup, our time is very short to act. Something big is going to go down before the 2024 election. There's no doubt in my mind about that. Every frontline doctor I spoke to in D.C., they, we all agreed. There is going to be another assault against the people. It could likely be another pandemic, another lockdown, or they might use the climate agenda to take us down, but they are going to lock us down, shut us down if they can. And how can they do that? By us simply putting down our sword and complying in our own stupidity. Now, that is being a sheep led to the slaughter. And I refuse to be a sheep. I refuse to sit. I refuse to comply with a rogue government. If there are any of you preachers, pastors, shepherds out there shepherding a flock, if you dare to close your doors of your church, you are pathetic before God. You are a disgrace before God because God says, gather and worship me. Come together to support each other. Reach out to a world that needs the Lord in a very serious way. We need to recruit. There is a great harvest for the Lord that needs to hear above all times right now. But the accuser of the brethren is going to be cast down. He may be a powerful foe, but he is not one who will not be defeated. He most certainly will be destroyed and cast into the eternal abyss. But we ought not to fuel his fire by ourselves accusing those who are fighting the good fight. Yes, we do need to forgive those who personally offend us, every one of us. It might be a spouse, it might be a sibling, it might be a child, a grandparent, I don't know. It might be your best friend at one time. If you are holding a grudge, the Bible says you will not be able to petition God in prayer because God says without forgiveness, he will not forgive you and he will certainly not answer your prayer. We must be willing to personally forgive those who personally offend us, but we also must fight to conquer evil. Why? Because, because God has given these evil people over to a base or depraved mind. God says, okay, you want to wallow in your filth, in your greed, in your shame, then I'll blind you. And so they will continue in their evil. God will allow them to pursue their evil. But let's recognize what that evil is and let's fight it because God tells us to fight it. We are in a testing ground here on earth and what is the evil that is coming? Well, there will be more weaponization of all vaccines. They have some 8,000 uh, projects now trying to do all kinds of things. Every messenger RNA shot is simply a vehicle to carry a payload 
or a warhead, if you will, to do its destruction. And they can pretty much splice anything they want into that vehicle so that it can kill you and destroy you. Will you take another shot? Go ahead. If you want to choose blindness and stupidity, there will be new ways coming to vaccinate. They are putting them into our food source. They are now injecting cattle and swine with messenger RNA vaccines. You should be checking out what sources you can find where this technology is not being used. They will do everything they can to poison us through food contamination. The APL market is now here. APL is a covering over fruits and vegetables, even in the stores where you would not expect it, where they're saying it's all homegrown, it is organic, they too will have an APL covering. Now, right now, there has to be a label on the produce that is coated with APL. Good people, please look up what APL is all about. It is spelled A-P-E-E-L. I did an article on it uh, a couple months back. Check it out. It's very informative and you should know about it. But there is a lot of weaponry coming at us, being shot at us, fired at us, and we have yet to fight back. Look at our border security. Biden's administration right now is undermining border security in, in the most gross criminal way imaginable. Daniel Horowitz recently nailed it in an article. He said, at this point, we could build a 2,000-mile border wall up to the heavens. But if we don't neutralize the malfeasance leadership at the Department of Homeland Security, they will simply bring the invaders through the front door. Yeah. Alejandro Mayorkas is serving the devil. And what is happening right now, the Border Patrol itself, the United States Border Patrol has been marshaled, harnessed into a smuggling operation. The Border Patrol of the United States is now a key component of the Mexican drug and child sex trafficking cartels who are opposing the Texas border security in the state of Texas. We have a domestic enemy that is trying to kill us, wipe us out, destroy us off of the face of the planet. You will never hear these weasels talk about the Constitution because they no longer recognize the Constitution. We had better wake up. We had better wake up. Because every government agency is against us right now. The CIA is in with the cartels. They are trafficking God's children. We saw that in a great movie that if you have not seen it, The Sound of Freedom, you must. And you must perpetuate the message that comes through that movie. We must defend God's children. We must defend God's people, all those people who are law-abiding, who want justice, who enjoy freedom, freedom to worship their God, freedom to work and feed their families without being 
severely oppressed. Mayorkas is an enemy who needs to be destroyed, if so, by the sword. Take that any way you will. That's what needs to happen. That's what God calls us to do. Now, shall we obey man? Oh, you can't do that. That's exactly what they want you to think. You can't raise a sword against us. In fact, we're going to help you not to do that by taking your guns. And folks, if we believe that, how stupid can we be? We deserve what will be coming. We will reap what we sow if we don't get our act together very, very soon. We have to acknowledge that the entire Biden regime is our enemy. Everything that they do is tainted with evil. Look at what's happening at Obama's place right now in Martha's Vineyard. Obama is a criminal. He is an imposter. He was an illegal president in the same way that Joe Biden is a puppet president. Illegal. The election was stolen. And the world knows it. The entire blooming world knows the election was stolen. They are purely evil. And something needs to be done. And how is that something going to be done if we keep sitting on our duffs? I'm sick of it. More child sex trafficking, more slavery is coming. It's going to grow worse and worse. We read about it not on mainstream media. Oh, no, they won't expose it because they are in on it. They are culprits. They are part of the system. We need to dig a little deeper. We need to read conservative news posts, news outlets, and support them because they are telling you the truth, and otherwise you will not hear it. And because so many people are not getting the message, you need to open up your mouth and be bold and speak boldly to save your country. Drug trafficking is rampant. Fentanyl, cocaine, and every other mind-altering drug is nothing more than a weapon to render you innocuous to the enemy. And yes, that includes marijuana. All right, I did pain and addiction medicine. Some of you are pushing marijuana in whatever form, THC, CBD, whatever. I am telling you, as a former pain doctor, as one who practiced pain medicine, CBD has minimal benefit. It'll benefit for a time, and then it, you become into it. Look up the definition of the word tachyphylaxis, and you'll understand. And so please do not be deceived. Do not excuse your own weak biases, whatever they may be, just because maybe with marijuana, you like getting high. Well, the enemy likes you getting high also, because that is how they neutralize you. We need to get ourselves and our children off the drugs, get them off of social media, and get them learning the truth. Teach them the Bible. Teach them the principles of the Constitution. Have them learn the Bill of Rights. Have them recite each day, even in your home, at the dinner table, have a prayer and recite the Pledge of Allegiance. And you will raise up little warriors, arrows that will be fired at the enemy. Give your children a sword and take it up for yourself. Yes, more is coming. And a big one is election fraud. They, meaning the left, 
the unit party, the Democrats, the rhinos, all those who have sold their souls, they will do anything and everything that they can possibly do <clears throat> to stop a free election. Because they know, they know Donald Trump will be the next president of the United States of America. And he will bring their reign to an end. They know it. And that's why they are working so hard to take down Donald Trump. Their focus is on nobody else. Have you noticed? Pay attention. This means that they are going to try their best to assassinate President Trump if they can get him or to imprison him so that he cannot run for president. Or they will somehow otherwise neutralize him by some means, maybe martial law, maybe a CCP invasion. I mean, I wouldn't put anything past them right now. Remember, the Chinese CCP nationals are coming in, coming across our border and planting themselves everywhere strategically across our entire land. Folks, that is serious stuff. And we had better pick up a sword and fight it because it's going to be too late. They might introduce another man-made so-called pandemic. Use your imagination because something is going to happen. They are going to prevent a 2024 election by any means possible. And we have to stop them. Things in this country are going to get a lot worse because we have failed to take up our sword. We have yet to fight the evil as we should. And we are going to reap what we have been sowing. And that should scare you. It really should scare you because the evil enemy has a very strong footing in our country right now. In our own government, and we have yet to do anything. We need to overthrow our federal government. And this must be a state action, which means it must be an action of the people, by the people. We must slay the beast. And that is the purpose of a sword, so that we can slay the beast. Otherwise, the beast is soon going to slay us. Should we, as a nation, forgive the Biden regime? As a nation? No, absolutely not. On a personal basis, Yes, forgive the one who has offended you, but otherwise, no. God has told us to oppose evil with all of our being, and we need to get about that business. We need to do it with all our heart and soul, with everything we have. And so what I'm saying today is that when it comes to personal offenses, be quick to forgive because it will strengthen your own soul. We are commanded to do so. But when it comes to evil being meted out against our fellow human beings, then take up that sword and use it. Start swinging. Start piercing the enemy's armor. Because God also commanded that. Cowardice is not a Christian trait. You have been given much opportunity 
to take a stand and maybe to sacrifice a little, to suffer a little. And okay, let me be honest, some of us will suffer a lot. Some of us may lose our lives in battle. I'm okay with that. I am perfectly okay with that. I will not stop fighting for this country as a Christian nation until I stop breathing. But we have given an opportunity. We are given the opportunity to stand for the purpose of bringing freedom, peace, and prosperity back to America so that we can once again be the beacon of light to the world. Remember that Jesus said, I am the light of the world when he walked the earth. And then he left and he told us that we are the light of the world. We are the salt of the earth. We are the defenders of freedom and of peace and of law and order. And when we obey God in that, then and only then will America prosper again. And so I'm asking you today, please do your part and spread the word. We do have a nation to save. You've been listening to Unity Without Compromise. I'm Dr. Steve Latulip. Do your best and do it well. Do it with heart. Until next week, adieu.